ברמות ע"ח עמוד ב', Know your strengths and weaknesses, באשר משפטו שם פועלו. So back on Samachet, on 68 and 69, we talked about the Givonim, and that the, this, this nation, that, that a Natin is not allowed to marry into the Jewish people, they're descendants of the Givonim. The Givonim are those people who uh, fooled Yoshua into accepting them as, as converts, even though they were Emorim. Uh, he stands by the conversion, he allows them to convert, but he... assigns them to become servants of the Beis HaMikdash. David HaMelech later on makes that the condition permanently, that they've got to function as, as servants. Uh, and Shaul, in wiping out the city of Nov, which is the city of Kohanim, deprives them of their income because they used to serve the Kohanim, and now there were no, the Kohanim were wiped out. Uh, and, and, and we had on that, on back on, on, on Samachet and Samachtet, We had a matmonim on that as well when we talked about uh, epigenetic character traits. Uh, but the, the, a lot of the sugi really is here on Ayn Chet Amud Bet. And it revolves around the posuk in Shmuel, Vayehi Ra'av Bimei David Shalosh Shanim, Shanach Reishana. There were three successive years of famine in the time of David. And David couldn't work out the reason for this and asked the Urim Vatumim, he asked Hashem. And Hashem responded, El Shaul vel Beit Hadamim. This is because of Shaul and the house of blood, Asher Himitet HaGivonim, who killed the Givonim. Where did Shaul kill the Givonim? We'll see that. The other posuk that we need to know is from Tzfania. Bakshuit Hashem ko anvei ha'aretz, Hashem mishpato po'olu. Uh, seek Hashem, all the humble people of the world, whose actions are the will of Hashem. Bakshut tzedek, bakshu anava, seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you will find protection in the time where Hashem's anger is released. So those are the psukim that we need to, we need to deal with. The Gemara is based on the Mishnah on Dafayin Chesamet Beis, where Mamzerim Unetinim Asurin V'Isuran Isurolam. A Mamzer, and we've defined what a Mamzer means, and an Etin, and we've now defined what an Etin is, cannot marry into the Jewish people. V'Isurin Isurolam, and that's forever. Echad Zacharim V'Echad Nekevot, male and female, and the Gemara goes into an analysis of that. Um, Omar Rav Chana Bar Adar, Rav Chana Bar Adar says, Netinim David Gazar Alehem. These Netinim, the descendants of the Givonim, David uh, decreed that they can't marry in. Because as it says, Vayikra Melech LaGivonim, Vayomer Alehem VaGivonim, Lombi Bnei Yisrael Alehem, the Givonim are not from Bnei Yisrael. My time a Gazar Alehem, why did he decree? Then he brings the story of the three years of famine, and Hashem said, perhaps they are idolaters. Um, David said, perhaps they're idolaters among the Jewish people, because that could be a cause for, for drought. It, it doesn't dawn on, on David HaMelech that the reason for the drought is carbon layers and, and climate change. Immediately he goes to the fact, if there's a drought, the climate is changing, the morality of the people is changing. That's the first thing to check. And he says, maybe there's idolatry. He checks, there's no idolatry. The next thing he says, maybe there's uh, other Averas. He checks, they're not doing Averas. He says, maybe they're, they're, they're assigning tzedakah for the poor and not actually giving the money to them. That's another reason for, for, for climate change. And 
David checks and that's not the case. So for three years, he's checking and searching what could be the reason for this. Eventually, he asks the Urim Vatumim. Interesting, he doesn't ask the Urim Vatumim right away. You can't just use it as, a, as an excuse not to do your homework, just to ask the Urim Vatumim. Go and ask a Shaila. Figure it out yourself first. If you've, when you've got as far as you can go, then you, then you can ask a shayla. When you've gone as far as your mind allows you to go, then you can go and, and, and find out from the Torah, from Hashem himself, through the Urim Vatumim, um, what, is, what is the reason. How do you know? And it brings a posuk. Then in the bold part of the, of the text, when it says, Hashem said, the reason is Shaul, because when he was killed in war and his body wasn't brought back for, for burial, he never had a proper hesped. And the part of the, the, this drought is to alert you to the fact that you have not yet given a hesped to Shaul. Well, Beit Hadamim, you haven't eulogized him properly. What's Beit Hadamim? And the house of blood is because he killed the Givonim. Where do we find that he killed the Givonim? Because he uh, killed these, he wiped out Nov, the city of Koanim, whom the Givonim used to supply with food and water, and now they had no customers, it's as if he killed them. You damage a person's pan also, that's like, that's like killing him. You, you're cutting him off from his livelihood. What's going on? Is Shaul a tzaddik or isn't a tzaddik? Hashem is, there's famine in the world for two things. Because the great Shaul wasn't given a good enough hesped, and because the wicked Shaul killed the givonim. What is he? What, what, this is kind of a bit, um, a, 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 a bit paradoxical. In answer to the one, no, that's right. Omar Reish Lokish, because Reish Lokish taught, May dichtiv bikshu et Hashem kol in kol anve ahaaretz Hashem mishpato paalo. What does it say in that pasuk in Tzfania? Hashem mishpato paale paalo ba Hashem mishpato sham paalo. When Hashem judges a person, He brings to the surface the person's greatness. And in this we find the art of, of criticizing. Criticizing is something that we have to do. If we don't confront people with something they've done wrong, whether to us or generally, they never have a chance to get it right. And we tend to avoid conflict. We're very, our generation is very conflict avoidant. And being conflict avoidant <clears throat> is very selfish because all it means, I don't want the uncomfort, discomfort of conflict. But that means you don't allow the other person the opportunity to know that you've got a problem, that they did something wrong, that they can fix it, that they can apologize. So you're depriving them and, and relationships break down because you hold inner resentments instead of The Torah says if you care about somebody, you'll have the difficult conversation. Here we see how to have that difficult conversation. And when... Reb Chaim Shmuel Levitz used to teach this Gemara, he would always link it together with the mitzvah of Zachorat Hashem You shall remember what Hashem did to Miriam. That's a mitzvah of the Torah. Says the Ramban, Says the Ramban, that's a proper mitzvah taseh, that you've got to remember what happened to Miriam every day. The word Zachor is a mitzvah. Zachorat Hashem Mitzvah. 
כולה מצווה, אם כן גם זה כמוצאם, this also is a מצווה. והיא אז הרע מלדבר לשון הרע יצווה במצוות עשה, שנזכור העונש הגדול שעשה השם לצדקת הנביאה. To remember the terrible punishment that Hashem wrought on such a tzadikit because she spoke Lashon Ara. But Reb Chaim used to say that's the, if you look at the Ramban, the Ramban alerts us to the fact that she's a tzadikit. What you've got to remember is that she's such a tzadikit and she was punished for Lashon Ara. You've got to put the two together. And, and we see in, in how, that, how that is, ותיסגר מרים מחוץ למחנה שבעת ימים, והעם לא נשא עד היאסף מרים, when Miriam got leprosy because she talked לשון הרע, she has to go outside of the camp and wait there seven days, and the nation didn't move until her seven days were up. And Rashi says, זה הכבוד חלק לה המקום בשביל שעה, בשביל שעה החתו שנתעכבה למשה, כשהשליך ליאור. The, the, the Rebbein Shalom repays her here for the moments she stood by Moshe's basket when she protected him, when he was put into the river, and she stood looking after him. For that, the whole nation stands by her when she's being punished for, for Lashon Hara. And Rebbe Chaim Shulevitz used to say, so, so what, she's being punished because she did such a terrible thing, and she's being honored at the same time? That's this Gemara, Ba'asher Mishpato, Sham Po'olo. When you criticize somebody, honor them at the same time for what they're great at. You never criticize without at the same time elevating them for their greatness. And, and so th- when, we, when we have the difficult conversation, it's a difficult conversation if all you talk about is the negative. But if you, talk, if you build the person up and the greatness of the person and you, and you honor the person, Reb Chaim used to say it's not just honor, it's loving the person. They need to feel your love when you're giving the criticism. It's part of That's part of how you show love. That's how you show caring. I don't want to carry around a grudge about you. I don't want to feel, I don't, I don't want to carry this with me. I want to have a conversation with you. The avoidance of those conversations is, is an act of unbelievable selfishness. I don't want conflict. I don't like conflict. Thank you. So you don't like conflict. So you're denying me the opportunity of repairing something I might have done wrong, whether to you or to somebody else. We have to have those conversations, but we have to do it with enormous kavod. We have to do it with a great deal of honor. And we have to do it with a great deal of love uh, in, order, in order to get there. What's important with this also is to understand that it's about self-criticism as well. Because we have, we have self-criticism, we will discuss it further, further in tomorrow's year, but the, the self-criticism is to, to how, how else do you know when, you do, when you're doing something wrong? You don't have to wait for somebody to tell you. You've also got to look at yourself, and we do that all the time. We're quite good at self-criticism. What we're, and we're quite good at... So at criticism of others in our minds or telling other people about how bad they are. What we're not good is about telling the other person directly because we're conflict avoidant. We're tzaddikim. We don't like conflict. It's not tzaddikim. It's rishoyim. That's rishus. That's evil to withhold the conversation because I don't like conflict. But when it comes to myself, I'll be self-critical. But we have to also do the same with ourselves. When we're critical of ourselves, we've also got to recognize our greatness. And we have to criticize ourselves with great love and great honor and great dignity. And there's a very useful exercise which you should all do uh, because it's, it's illuminating. And you need to just take a few quiet minutes where nobody will disturb you. And you need to write down on a piece of paper three of your greatest weaknesses. 
Think about the biggest weaknesses. If you were to say, what are, what are my three biggest weaknesses? Write them down. And when you've done that, pause for a moment and then write down three of your greatest strengths. And what do you think you're going to discover? You're going to discover that your strengths and weaknesses are, other, are opposite sides of the same coin. Our weaknesses are our strengths taken to an extreme. That's what our weaknesses are. And that's why when, you, when you're talking to somebody and you're criticizing them or you're having a hard conversation with them about something they've done wrong, it's important not only to talk about their greatness, but to talk about the greatness that caused the very thing they've slipped up on. Because we slip up on our own greatness. So if we look here at, at, Shaul, HaMel, at Shaul HaMelech, He, he destroys the city of Nov. Why? Because he believes they supported David. And what is David doing? He's undermining the throne. In Shaul's mind, David is a terrorist, undermining the throne. And the throne is so important. Malchus is so important to Shaul. In the beginning, he didn't want it. He didn't want the Malchus. He didn't take it for himself. And he was a terribly modest person. And, and yes, he made some mistakes with it, but he did amazing things for the throne. He was the first king of Israel. He established Malchus. Malchus was terribly important to him, and he was so fanatically obsessed with the importance of Malchus that he wiped out the city of Nov. That's taking your strength to an extreme and not holding it within, with, within the categories. What about, what about uh, Miriam? Miriam steps, risks her life to protect Moshe, the little baby in the, in, the, in the basket. She steps out and risks her life. So important is it for her to protect Moshe. And when she talks Loshon Hora, she knows it's Loshon Hora. She didn't realize it was Loshon Hora. She decided, I have to talk Loshon Hora because Tzipora is suffering. She once again puts herself at risk in order to protect Tzipora. She thinks it's not right. The way Moshe is treating Tzipora <laughs> is not correct. So she talks about it so that, so that it comes right. And, and once again, we see it's, it's that caring for another person taken too far. That when you, when you criticize yourself, Make sure you understand that your weakness comes from your strength because you're going to use your strength to fix your weakness. And when you criticize somebody else, do exactly the same thing. In business, you're having a hard conversation with an employee or with a, a, a partner or a provider or somebody in your family or a Talmud, whoever. You, ha you have to have a hard conversation. Make sure that before you have that conversation, you've identified the greatness which is the very cause of the weakness. And you put them together, and when you have the conversation, you talk about both and you show the person how it's, it's actually his or her greatness which is causing it. And if they can just modify their greatness and manage their greatness so that it doesn't spill over into a weakness, how much stronger that would be. And if one has that kind of conversation with a person, then the criticism doesn't break, it doesn't fracture the relationship. It builds the relationship. It strengthens the relationship. There are ways to have those difficult conversations that leave the relationship much stronger than they were before. And that's Bashem um, Mishpato. When you're busy judging somebody, Sham Po'olo, in that very judgment, Sham, in that very judgment, Po'olo, you will discover their greatness. Thank you.